You're listening to It's Not a Show with Tara Francisco and Rance Rizzuto. They're usually performers, but today they're just pals. And it's not a show. Tara, can you believe it? We're back for another season. Happy It's Not a Show season two. I'm so excited. It's not a show. It's back, baby. Yeah, we're back for season two. Hey, this has been a long time coming, to say the least, Tara. A long time coming. We have been busy bees. I'm sure lots of you have, too, adjusting to the partially reopen world uh, and just trying to deal with the everyday of what's happening. We're so happy to record again. Oh, my goodness. It's been it's been too long, Tara. It's been uh, I don't even remember. What that, here's where we left off. I don't remember where we left off. I don't remember uh, when we left off. I know this. We had 15 great episodes in season one, and we're hoping to strive for 15 more. And that's uh, with the help of our lovely community, all the people that that give us the debatables to talk about, and even our guests here and there throughout the show have been awesome, and they were so fun to talk with. And this has been yeah. a real silver lining of the last dark times that we've all been through. So thank you for coming back. We're gonna have some damn fun. Everybody. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have some damn fun. Let's let <laughs> let's let the dark times that were just mentioned and now just mentioned again be the last time that we need to mention the dark times, except Over for it. that one that I just mentioned again. <laughs> Stop it! Hey, thank you for supporting us in season one. We did so many topics, so many topics in season Whoa. one. I, I think we came out of the gate strong, Rance, and this was just a yeah. kind of fun idea we had to. I don't know, to just try a podcast that we had been chatting about of like, what do you do when you put all of your anger and your stress and your ridiculousness into just a, a debate that doesn't need to be had? Oh, man. And that's how It's Not a Show with Debatables was born. Yeah. And then we uh, we noticed lately in the last week or two that we were still getting downloads on our first season. And we thought, wait a minute, we yeah. haven't recorded that for a bit. So thank you, No Show Nation, oh, for- shit. Supporting <laughs> us, supporting us, and supporting this podcast, and 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 putting all of your great vitriol into this podcast that is only for joy. Yeah, it's only for joy. But needless to say, uh, we've got a, a lot of uh, a lot of fuel that uh, oh, it, fuel. is waiting to be misplaced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to misplace this fuel. I'll tell you what: if you if you're just joining us now for season two. Uh, a little context on myself and Rance. We're both performers that travel worldwide with an improvised show. Uh, luckily, we've had a great fortune being able to tour that show. And now that we're kind of locked down at home for the most part, we also we've run a theater here in Columbus, Ohio, as well as addition in addition to touring our show here, the improvised musical all over the world and teaching. We're very fortunate to make a complete career in the arts and uh, we love it. But man, it's been a challenging time for us. Mm -hmm. In the past year and a half, just trying to alter, I'm sure so many of you listening have that same issue of how do we do this virtually or how do we still include people? How do we have playfulness in the world when we couldn't gather and things like that? So now that some opening up is happening, our theater is open again, Rance. Oh my goodness. Uh, here in Columbus, which is exciting. Yeah. If, if you're looking to start a theater and you want to hire anyone to help <laughs> you with that process, we're more than available to help for a fee, of course, because guess what? It ain't easy, uh, but it's way easier if you have the data at your hand. And at this point, we've done it five times. So yes. 
we're pros yeah and and honestly too if you ever need to talk to somebody else in the same the same boat of running a live event venue we're always happy to chat uh in that regard too because the more art for the the world the better in our book yeah. so uh, happy to help and and make people i don't know feel surrounded and doing that thing because it's 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 definitely a necessary thing and we've been lucky enough to work in Chicago for so long and saw a lot about how those theaters ran or how the, the business went as a performer and just behind the scenes at probably three or four of those theaters. But I'll tell you what, running your own is, it's a quest and a pandemic doesn't help. Uh, <laughs> so now that we're kind of, I'll say the good parts of that though, now that we're getting to reopen doors, as of this summer, we started doing previews and classes and stuff again. And all of our classes immediately sold out. We've already had three or four rounds of sold out classes uh, of people taking improvisational classes or creative classes. And our main stage shows are now kind of like filtering back into rotation, including uh, we have 25 shows in regular time. So kind of getting those people acclimated to being on stage again, being surrounded again, all of our performers are vaccinated and, um, and masked and, and then they step on stage and they get to kind of like take off their mask and show the world some, joy again and it's been so cool just to see full theaters it's been so very cool and boy like needed i dare say <laughs> yeah we've been lucky enough to filter in um yeah if you're in columbus or the seabus area central ohio anytime soon we we were lucky enough to do a show called here the improvised musical we have a show called storyteller improv which is like armando for anyone that likes storytelling and improvised uh comedy we have a show called Anonymous, uh, which takes secrets from the audience and then uses them in the show. We have a show we did last night to a packed audience called Players Nightmare. That's a crossover event with all the actors, uh, Central Ohio actors that share their time with us. And it's so funny. And we have, a yeah, we have Comedy Sports, which is an all ages show. We have all kinds of stuff. So if you're in the Central Ohio area, we would love for you to come yeah here's what i'm excited to say it, it's it's the beginning of season two of this show yep that isn't a show it's not a show and uh it's not a show and thank you for being so kind and and you know asking us to do more eps we're really we're happy to we're happy to we got to put that we got to put that fuel in a bag and have some fun yeah as i learned in oregon it's our pleasure Oh yeah. Do we all know that Rand says pleasure? If you listen to season one, I think this did come up. So he says pleasure instead of pleasure. Uh, go back and listen to the episodes if you have any questions. That's the way it is. You know, I, I've been like, we've had some time to listen to some podcasts and actually uh, Conan needs a friend is one of my new favorites. And he messes up a lot of words as well. And it makes me feel way more comfortable about the words I mess up. Thank goodness. Like we both say Saturday Night Live, which is, there's no recognition of the word Saturday in there, but it's just the way it gets said. We all know. Yeah, we all know. There's no judgment here, Rance. We're just going to, we're just going to fly free. Okay. Oh, there's about to be some judgment. Let's find <laughs> out. Let's find out what about. Debatable number one. Debatable number one. Debatable number one. <laughs> okay, Rance. <laughs> I don't even remember what we used to do before these things. Oh, there's music there. Okay. <laughs> Wait, not self-generated music. I, I know, I know. <laughs> drum, drum, drums. <laughs> drums, guitars, <laughs> guitars. Here's a great question. Are you ready for our first debatable? Heck yes. All right, Rance. From Matt Schwartz in Seabus, Ohio. Know him? Heard of him. Got it. He asks, 
What's something you don't know, but think you should? Something you don't know, but think you should? Yeah, probably like a, a, a subject matter or something that you think you should know more about, but you don't know anything at all or limited. Dang, this is a weird one because usually I feel like a lot of our debatables are a blank, blank or blank. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like uh, yeah, yeah. tacos, sandwich or, or yes. <laughs> whatever that whatever it wasn't. You got it. This isn't that. This is an open-ended question where you get to think about something that you don't feel like you have expertise on in that field. And then we'll just chat about how we can get more or why we don't have it or whatever that may be. Do you have an answer for this one? I definitely do. And I honestly, I read this question very quickly and I almost skipped it. And then I thought, I know my answer. Do you want to know it? Yeah, I want to know it because I'm like kind of torn on this one. I, my answer isn't solid enough for me to feel like it's worth spreading fire on. That's okay. I'm, I'm happy to share mine. My first, my first and strongest answer to this is cryptocurrency. Oh. Oh, Lord. What is it? I don't. It's floating numbers that people bid on and they, they have it and they lose it. And it's not quite paper money. It's controlled by either, I feel like, rich people like Elon Musk or basically anonymous. I don't know who's running it. <laughs> I don't know where it exists. I know that it's need to have some. We need to have I our also own know that people that are money. addicted. Oh, what? We need to have our own form of money. Oh, Elon Musk. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like a lot of people have a strong grasp on it and i feel like equal amount of people if not more have no grasp on it and the people that have the biggest grasp on it are almost always not always but almost always douchebags that's true because it's it's well i know i know enough about it and i definitely know more about it than i did a year ago Uh uh-huh and it's essentially i think if you let go of how the hell can this be like we've actually talked about this just recently about how how it's like i hate that the outcome of something is just numbers meaning i i do some work i get a check that check is numbers and i put those numbers into my bank account which is my pile of numbers and <laughs> and it's like i can't, i can't just rely on numbers and the and the more that we've thought about this like i can't i don't just want to rely on numbers and it's like well what are we relying on paper it's like pieces of paper that are just it, like tangible symbols of numbers i know and and it's like basically it's it's just a bunch of bs floating around that everyone is in agreement with to be honest that is exactly what it seems like i don't feel like i'm a a dum-dum in this department but but i said department so maybe i am a dum-dum but not this department uh i do feel like banking in general or like generally finances yeah don't escape me. I understand them enough to have a, a grasp, but I don't understand how we agree upon the considered value of one thing. So like sure. for us to agree that a bill is worth this much or a silver is worth this much or a gold is worth this much, that is always like, it, con- it confounds. And I think, um, I always think back on this class I had in college at Ohio University, there was a, a class where we studied, yeah, this this uh, culture in pa- Papua New Guinea and mm-hmm. they traded yams. Hell yeah. And that was like their number one currency to the point that they would like stockpile yams or that's how they would barter and trade. 
and it was the only currency they had. And I think about that all the time because wh- why not a yam, right? Like if we can, yeah, we can say that this green, not paper bill is worth X, then why not, you know, why not I just take my onions to the store and cash them in? Well, yeah, it goes back to the times of like trading and bartering. Yeah. And a yam you can count on because you know that, uh, that you have it mm-hmm. and you know what to do with it. Exactly. I, assume, I assume eat it. <laughs> I don't know if they're doing anything else with the yams. <laughs> you're not it, taking a leap there. Yeah, I don't think. No, no. Like, yeah. It, but but also the the thing about, well, I guess kind of the thing about money is like a yam will probably rot and dwindle yeah. away at some point. And that's kind of like that was part of the I think that was part of the study. This is this is a faint memory at this point, but I think that was part of it is that they could stockpile it for a longer amount of time than other crops, but it wasn't it would, you know, eventually expire. So they didn't it's not like gold. It. That's going to stay right. gold till forever. Exactly. So, you know, I get the idea of anything can be legal tender if we all decide that is so, but I don't know how we all decide that is so, or is it, a, is it a- with the coins? It's similar. I think in that it's sort of supply and demand and that it's like, you have our banking system that makes uh-huh. just as much sense but it's actually it's it's what you grew up with and it seems to work so we don't really like question it as much well i get that but i what i don't understand is how is that thing the thing that won is what i'm so i'm asking a larger question which is why can't i terry defrancisco decide that now the currency is yarn and if five people agree with me why does that turn into it doesn't seem like many people agreed that this was the way we would align. Well, that's how that's how the the cryptocurrency works. Is the ones that have gotten big is just essentially more people have agreed that it's usable. So it's like okay. the more people that invest in it, the more its value has become. How it's gotten to be from one cent for a Bitcoin to forty thousand dollars for Bitcoin. I don't get that, how big that's that is, saying. but it's essentially that's how much money has gone into it. Okay, I get that. But let's say that I think that like Cabbage Patch Kids should be should be uh, invested upon, and we invest in Cabbage Patch Kids. But yeah. I don't know how that turns into money. Does that make sense? Like if I'm like, oh, these should be everywhere. I don't get how that turns into coins. Well, you'd have to get everyone else to agree that Cabbage Patch Kids are worth something. And that we only trade in them. And that you'd be like, yeah, you you do this. So then it gets to the point where it's like, you know what? I don't want my Cabbage Patch Kid anymore. I'm going to try to sell it. And then someone's like, hell yeah, I'm collecting that coin of of Cabbage Patch Kid. And then you you get your, you trade it for a sweet amount of more paper uh, numbers and so on and so forth. It's all just like. I think we're I think we're actually nearing the point of the thing the thing I was going to say that ties into this is stocks like oh uh, how to do I, I know uh, buy low sell high and that's about it uh, I I don't want to spend the time trying to research who's doing what and find out what business is buying what business to know that if I have stocks in plastic wrappers and uh, Hershey's just is, is changing their they're Hershey's chocolate bars from a tinfoil wrapper to plastic, and they've worked with the plastic wrapper place I have. So now my stock in the plastic wrapper company is going to go skyrocketing. I don't have to yeah. do all that research. I'm fine just having paper money. Yeah, no one does. No one should. I mean, I know there are people that actually kind of like get jazzed about this stuff, I guess, which is good. But I, I guess I'm just kind of 
I'm kind of trying to refer back to a yam based culture. <laughs> I would yeah. like to, I would like to just take, take it down a notch. How about we all say that the currency is joy and love and we, we invest in that and get away from all this garbage where it's like, you know what? I don't know. Like, what are we even talking about anymore? What are we, what are we investing in? Yeah. And who decides what? That's my answer. I mean, that's my answer. I don't know how you can uh, <laughs> make make the good things into a currency, but I guess you can't. And- yeah. And it's all just like, who decides what's what? Like, right now, I think gas is 325 here. And I saw somewhere that, like, on the way, maybe in California, it's six six bucks. So it's like, Ooh, why, why the difference? I get, like, closeness to shipping refineries and all that stuff perhaps but but yikes that's a big yeah, difference. yikes is right yikes is right I, so i think that's my that's my first it, it not even i wouldn't say a boring answer but i hope that my answer is also in alignment with many no-show nationers yeah that maybe bitcoin slash cryptocurrency is just like i kind of get it i don't think i'm i don't think i'm like super in the dark but i don't get it all the way so that's like that's my first go-to of a thing that comes up enough that I'm like, I don't know. And I don't really care. Yeah. I buy that. I, I also would love to, well, I don't know. Never mind. I don't want to know more about it. It's like, I'm not, I was going to say, I don't know enough about gardening, but I just don't care enough about it to like, I I want nature to be able to be nature and not be constrained by whatever (laughs) I want it to do. Yeah. Sometimes when it's too curated or like uh, manicured, I I don't like it as much. I, I like, I like when parks are beautiful and taken care of and stuff, but I like a good forest path. Yeah. Just to see how the earth works. Let me tell you something I think I should know more about. And I, I do feel like I know, uh, you know, an educational system's worth of this thing, but there's way more to know. How about this? Science. Yeah. Just science, period. I feel like I understand things. I feel like I have some recall. Like if something comes up and I'm like, oh, physics tells you that X, I might be able to do that. But I don't know about a lot. And I sure could, I sure could learn more. Yeah, I feel like I have always had like a a draw to chemistry, but I don't I don't have enough of a draw to like yeah. memorize a periodic table or how it works or the math of it. Yeah, yeah it's like it's like not. Some, I mean, again, this this is the thing that floats your boat. I support you. Yeah, man, I support you big time because we we need you a lot. And I I also think it is fascinating to a point. It's just that I can't quite lock in on the the cognizant tools that are necessary to like get through a real hard level chemistry class. I can get through the basics, but yeah, tough. Chemistry and science and electricity. There's a, there's a reality yeah, show yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah, really yeah. sparked my interest called The Colony. And it's about- Oh, it's so fun. Everybody go, go hunt it. If you've never seen The Colony, it's a, it's a ball. And it's, it's awesome. It's really fun. It was a reality show in probably what year rants do you think? 2010? I don't know. Maybe even earlier. Yeah, it was maybe. a, it was a, there's two seasons of it that I know of. And the first season it's uh, people brought together and put in a post-apocalyptic situation where they're trying to survive uh-huh. and they kind of give them a little sanctuary, but then there's also like a gang that's trying to raid them and stuff. And they end up doing all this stuff to survive. And they have like a, a literal rocket scientist with them who. A, they make a, a water purifier that's like layers of sand and charcoal that purify the spoiler. water. But, 2008 spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. Uh, but then they find an even cooler way to purify their water, uh, amongst other things. And season two has, a, has some fun twists too, but there's some, also some trigger warnings in that one. 
it's a good it's a good watch it's a good watch it's it's really interesting it feels more like a pbs sort of special than a than a thing that was on i don't know what it was on fox or nbc or something like that yeah but it, it's it's a really fun watch i feel like there's also a show called colony or another show called the colony so it's kind of hard to find without fi- finding the the wrong show like when tara yeah. said her favorite movie was once and i wanted to uh, <laughs> watch her favorite show and i looked up and got once upon a time and was wondering why it was her favorite show. <laughs> Let me tell you about something, everyone. When Rance and I first started dating, we, he was like, what, you know, what are your favorite whatevers? And we were just chatting about it. We'd been friends for a long time, but that was one of the things that came up. And I was like, oh, you got to watch this movie. You've never seen it. It's once. And it's, you know, it, I, I think it's a really well-known movie now, but at that time it was like still fairly indie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said it to Rance. He went home and... <laughs> <laughs> went to net what did you do? go to netflix you went to something found well yeah you were time. you were home for thanksgiving visiting your family and i was that's still right. in chicago that's right and oh, in my he, defense the no no defense the no, the thumbnail for once upon a time is the huge no. word once and upon a time is nah. so little nah that also the screenshot of it is like a woman with a finger over her lips with vampire teeth or something so like you should definitely know <laughs> This is not my genre specialty. Also, in my defense, Tara is known for abbreviating things. So it made sense to me that she would like the show Once Upon a Time and just refer to it as once. No way. If it was if I liked Once Upon a Time, I'd call it like an acronym or I'd be like, I'd call it something else that was, you know, you're trying to figure out the acronym, which is UAT. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was trying I to saw your out. face. I saw your face. But that's that's the fun of like, yeah. I, I was like, you're going to love this movie. I think I even said, like, I won't tell you much, but it's 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 a musical mm-hmm. or something like that. So, or there's music in it. Um, and he was like, got it. And then he looked up like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and acted like it was my favorite thing. No, I it was <laughs> it was <laughs> a I looked up once upon a time and all I could find on Netflix or whatever it was, was season four, episode one, which uh, the show Once Upon a Time takes fairy tales and redoes them in a different light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this particular this is, that's episode. Not, not a thing that would ever like if anyone here listening to this podcast knows me in real life. Yeah. And I will I will never yuck another person's yum. Live your life and high fives to everything yeah. you like. Fantasy is not my genre, y'all. No. I tend to really tap out. I tend to be like, no thanks. I don't need like I don't need wizards and stuff. Although I ha- I do enjoy some things with magical elements, but I, I don't like usually in in golf myself in like fantasy genre yeah so this had this had frozen as the theme and i was watching it and i was really trying to get into it and i was you like tried so i don't get it we were texting each other and it's like i'm watching but i all i could find was season four episode one and tara was like ha 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 thinking i was doing a bit yeah because i said it was a movie and then i then i sent a screenshot and she's like are you being serious <laughs> and then- i couldn't believe you was telling the truth because i was like look look bud a number one, I said it was a movie, so we're already we're already off we're off the grid at this point with what you're doing. Part two, do you know that I would never choose this? It's like me saying, like, you know what I really love? I love One Tree Hill. Like it doesn't fit me <laughs> at all. It's not that someone else can't love it, but I would never be like One Tree Hill's my jam. It's it's just like a WB or CW show that I would probably not tap into and i'll be like wow this is scarier than i thought and i'm watching house on haunted hill <laughs> <laughs> what's that joke on the office where like pam watches 28 days oh and instead of 28 days later 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. You like went to the wrong one, but this is a real life example of that. Yep. Oh boy. So is that your answer then? Stocks? Stocks, Stocks I think is my, is my main answer. Um, yeah. Uh, that that I feel like a lot. I've I've found interest in a lot of things that I've and I've pursued those things enough to know a little bit about. But for any pursuit of stocks, I still feel left in the dark. Yeah, I get it. We did like a stock element when I was in elementary school, where we had to follow three stocks and learn about how the stock market worked, and then we had to like track that and see what our gains were mm-hmm. or our losses. And I loved it. I felt like I was a little broker. I remember walking into class, like <laughs> little tiny, like lunchbox briefcase and my, my Columbus dispatch being like, Oh, a limited stock went up two today. And I, I ended up being like the one that got the most gains in my class. My dad was so proud. He was like, Oh, that's you're gonna my be, girl. You're going to be out there sharking about as an adult. And look at me now. <laughs> Just parting my little farts out. Yep. Well, jokes on them. Well, I think that was a good, uh, well, I don't think it was a debatable per se. I think it was a, a ponderance um, for sure. So thanks for that pondering, uh, Matt Schwartz. Yeah. Dang. Now we got to go get our stocks on. You want to move on to number two? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. We're going to do two in this episode, though. Future episodes will probably only be one unless we have a special guest on. Yeah, we're paring now- down, baby. Yeah, we're, we're paring down because we have lots of good questions and we want to make these a little bit shorter and bite-sized in the future. But for season two start, we wanted to make sure that you had a little to crunch after such a long time. Yeah. Okay, Rance, it's debatable number two. Two, 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 two. Oh, yeah, that's two. There's two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> number two, ironically, you'll know why in a moment. Uh, yeah. Number two comes to us from Paula Sherman in Madison, Wisconsin. Oh. Hi, Paula. Hey, Paula. Thanks for being No Show Nationer. No Show Nation. (laughs) The question we received, is toilet paper over or under? Oh, easy. This is stupid because anyone who puts their toilet paper under is an idiot or a cat owner. Oh, that's a great call. Yeah, the answer here, everyone, you're not going to see Rance and I fight in this match because we are definitely an over household, baby. Yeah. I don't understand the other way unless, like you said, there's a cat in the house. And I still think that cat can probably figure out under, but I get why it'd be way harder. I, I would give you perhaps you're a person who likes a mystery. Perhaps you love an escape room and you're like, I love every time that I go to use a bathroom to have a little bit of a a scavenger hunt for where the hell the toilet paper starts. But as a person who loves escape rooms, I will say, I'm not going to buy it. And uh, you're, you're fooling, you're fooling yourself. Let's go hard. Let's go hard at this one, Rance, because you know what? We gotta, we gotta, sometimes we gotta get that fuel out. Yeah. You know what? Screw you. If you like it. Yeah. You know what? I I would dare anyone in no show nation uh, to write us and let me know why you're under, if you're under, yeah. And tell us anything we don't know, which is a, well, I think the, the presented facts rant said are a, you're, you're an idiot, which is, which is harsh, but fair. go ahead and let us know and, that. <laughs> yeah, write us in and just be like, duh, duh, dur, 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 and just like write that out. <laughs> it's all ampersands and exclamation points. Cause you can't write, I don't know, whatever, but like, go ahead and get that to us. Or if you're a cat owner, cat haver, and you 
you know, you're like, oh, this is good because my toddler or my cat tends to like un undo the role if it's over. That I, I have I have compassion for that moment. Other than that, what are you doing? What are you doing? No shows? Man, I tell you what, I it's it's there's no there's no real reason that I can think of. So you have to let us know. And if 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 it's cat, we already know. If it's you're an idiot, we already know. But if there's another actual feasible reason, like let us know because uh, I'd love to know. I'm I'm gonna guess we're gonna get zero messages on this one. Do you think? Yeah, I think we're gonna get someone that's super angry about it, and I hope they're angry in a very playful way. And when they stop texting and typing "der der der," that they'll actually say, "You know what? Here's the reason." I don't. I, I think we'll get those because people, of the great but... TP over accident of of 1993 that we don't know about i don't know what it is i i can't imagine another feasible. let's try to think of any other feasible reason you do okay so we've we've ruled out you're just an idiot toddler's a good guess cats but even a toddler with enough manual dexterity could could ruin a toilet paper roll the same way from either either way the the wipe uh the roll rolls so good a cat but a cat's more likely to go like Pet, 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 and roll it one way. It's like hard for a cat to roll it the other way. Yeah, but let me give you this, okay? Okay. Let's say that cat has two squares that are down on the underside. That cat yep. is definitely still doing the same thing. Yep. So it would have to be like a hidden tucked ply or square that's up there for a cat not to figure it out. And it would take yeah. one spin. Yeah, and even less of a reason then to have it behind if you're going to have two squares down, then you're just like, you may as well have it going over the top. Cause yeah. come on. You nailed it. Is there any other reason? Let's see. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if I, if we've provided reasons for why we like over, but I, I would say that generally it's just easier to grab. I, I would say that's my primary reason. It's just, it's already started. And so you don't have to like hunt for a start. I personally have big hands. So like to try and, fiddle around behind and like bash my oh. fingers against the wall as I'm trying to find oh, the toilet paper is. Everybody listen. Gosh, everyone. everyone. Or if you roll the toilet paper and you're like, where well, I'm trying to find it. It's like, oh, there it was. Oh, it's gone. It, it rolls back behind. It's like, come in. This gentleman has got mitts. Okay. <laughs> they are big. The hand span on this guy is six basketballs. Move over Shaq. What? You've got giant hands. I don't have six basketball hands, but they're they're big you enough to it. you could palm a b-ball easy. They're big enough to have to awkwardly fit between a wall and a toilet paper roll. That's not all though. They're giant. They're giant mitts. They're like catcher's gloves. Yeah. But lean. Lean little catcher's gloves. Not spindly, lean. Lean, strong, little like long hands. You've got yeah. big hands. I I also have tiny little mitts. Yeah, but they're strong. They get there. You have to have strong hands if you're the brass. Ooh, someone <laughs> talk about me. Yeah, and on that brass note, I mean, if we're being brassy today yeah. and I'm bringing out the brass, I'm furious that you like under. I'm furious. I thought you were talking about me, and I'm like, go, you're you're mistaken. I like over. No, you're on team uh, over, which is great. Yeah. I, I don't know how. Again, if, if you do have a different opinion about this. I got to hear why I got to hear why, because I will, I will allow it if you have a great reason. Yeah. But you got to have a great reason. So no one's going to have it. Yeah. And I think that if they even have a great reason, we could still debate. It might not be the best reason. And that over would still work. Yeah. Fight me. 
if there's a whiff of stupidity on your reason, you're gonna you're gonna get it. Oh, you're gonna get it. Oh, you're gonna get it. It I got was it. so obvious to me that I couldn't believe this was a question. I got a year and a half of fuel to put on this particular flame. Woo! I got a lot of fuel. I got a lot of fuel to pour here. I got a lot ooh. of fuel, y'all. Riff, riff, riff. No show nation. No show nation. <laughs> Bring it. That's it then, Rance. We're both on team over easily. Yeah, team over. Okay, great. It's up to you to bring it. N S N. You got it. N S N O U O U A T. (laughs) Uh, I was watching the other day, and it was this episode (laughs) about Snow White. Oh, yes. Well, that wraps it up for our debatables this time. Oh yeah. On the relaunch of of two, guess what? We have a lot ahead for you in season two. We'll have special guests. We'll even have a recap show of some of the ones in, in season one with one of our favorite recappers, Michael Tonovitz, who you may remember from season one, who came on and just had a lot of fighting to do with us oh, about yeah. some things we had already claimed. Now, if you if you like that stuff, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast or give us a give us a five-star rating if you would be so kind. And we'll try to keep these pumping out so we can keep you entertained on your workout or your drive to work or your just walk or whatever you're doing. Your time. Or all the time you're spending trying to get toilet paper off your under roll. <laughs> oh, no donation. What a takedown. Tara. What's up? It's not a show. Bye.